0: Welcome to Soul Sessions with Creative Mind with Deborah Burnt Maldonado and Dr. Rob Maldonado of Creative Mind. Join us each week for an inspiring conversation about personal development based on Jungian philosophy, Eastern spirituality, and social neuroscience. Spend each week with us to explore deep topics in a practical way. Let's begin. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Soul Sessions with Deborah Burnt Maldonado and Dr. Rob Maldonado.
1: Great to be here.
0: And we are continuing our series on the purishadas. I hope I said that right. (laughs) And they are the four human pursuits in Eastern philosophy. And we will review about Dharma. uh, We'll talk about Kama, Artha, and Moksha. But before we begin today's topic, which is Artha, I'd like to remind you to remember to click on the button in the corner to subscribe to our channel. Also, if you're listening to us on podcast feeds like iTunes, Spotify, there's a subscribe button, please click that button so you can make sure you get every episode of soul sessions. So today's topic is can a spiritual person pursue material success?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, purusha is the supreme person. Mm. In this sense, though, the purusha is your personality, Mm. your individual existence. Mm. And then artha, of course, are the pursuits. So purusharthas are the pursuits of the individual human life.
0: So we have four that we pursue.
1: Yes, and we're approaching this as a spiritual psychology. Uh, The great author, uh, Houston Smith, author of uh, World Religion said, if we take the world's enduring religions, at their best, we discover the distilled wisdom of the human race. Mm. So we're looking, we're mining that wisdom that is there. In this case, in uh, the Upanishads, in the Gita, the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, So Artha, well, last time we talked about uh, Dharma, right, which is our sacred, sacred duty. And we each have an individual Dharma. And it's better to always do our individual Dharma than to do another Dharma and do it perfectly. Even if we're messing up on our individual Dharma, it's better to persist on our path. So now ARTHA then is the idea of material success. And, and it's saying we should pursue this. And obviously we need to, right? Everyone needs to pay the rent and do their, their work somehow.
0: So imagine if you aren't pursuing wealth or uh, getting the money to pay your bills, buy food, have a home, then someone needs to. (laughs) So it's like, you're not contributing to your own uh, kind of uh, life. And you're, you're kind of putting, I wouldn't say a burden because some people can't work. But think about that, um, that all the people that don't choose to work, and they don't choose to pursue wealth, um, they end up uh, feeling like almost like helpless in a way, when you are you're pursuing a career and saving money, and you can, send your kids to college, you can, you know, live in a nice place, you can have that sense of fulfillment that you're contributing to society, uh, in a way. And so it's not just, we don't want to say just pursue the material wealth. So you can have a number in the bank account that you can brag or have a certain status in the community. It's more about how can this money serve me? Uh, Can it help me buy healthier foods? Can it help me uh, help my family if they need help? Uh, am I contributing in to myself to, to the world? And how can I reach people if you're your own business owner, if you have more more material wealth, you can do more with that you can help more people. So it's not this bad thing like money's bad. But it's, it's really how you use it in service of your duty and of your Dharma.
1: Yeah, so there's, uh, there's a lot to unpack here. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, the connection to Dharma. So now, when you discover your your personal dharma, your individual dharma, your, which is your higher purpose, in a sense, um, then you start to understand what the pursuit of success, material wealth means. That now that material wealth can serve your higher purpose. Because without abundance, without money, or at least some level of it, you're not able to carry out your Dharma, Mm -hmm. you're not able to do the things that you need to be doing to fulfill your higher purpose. So there's that. There's also this idea, of course, that uh, it's connected to spirituality, Mm -hmm. that a lot of spiritual traditions were developed and taught in the context of a monastic life. Meaning, uh, renunciation of the world—you gave up your plow, you gave up your business, you gave up your household, and you went off to the monastery.
0: You basically just sold all your possessions or donated yes. it to yes. your religious. Uh, yes,
1: and and it confuses a lot of people because they think it, it doesn't spirituality teach that you should not be handling money mm-hmm. and 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 working and, and doing your life in this material way. So here, it's clarification of that. There is a way to stay in the world to work to do business to continue to uh, participate in the world in in society, and still practice your higher purpose, Hmm. your Dharma, in other words, to be doing your sacred duty, while you're living and participating in the world. And this the idea of artha as a human pursuit, within the spiritual context, clarifies that.
0: And there's a lot of I mean, we're molded by society, we're molded by our parents, uh, how and their your grandparents, your culture, your community of what they need, what they what money means. And we don't have a clear image of it. It's it's based on what they uh, thought was money. Uh, so a lot of times, a uh, I heard a lot as a Catholic growing up, you know, the money's the root of all evil. But what Jesus actually said was the love of money is the root of all evil. And so it's taken out of context, rich people are bad, they're, you know, stealing and robbing and leaving the poor people. And, you know, they're selfish, and um, they're unspiritual. Uh, And so we have this collective uh, narrative that's going on, not even consciously, but in the kind of the hums of our movies and media that being rich is some somehow a terrible thing. And that you cannot be spiritual if you're not um, if you have money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's so uh, well instilled in the culture that it's hard to escape that. Mm -hmm. So in Jungian psychology, of course, that's considered part of your shadow, the shadow work that you have to do Mm -hmm. to clarify that conditioning around money that we all get. So that we're not kind of basing our uh, approach to money and success from that old conditioning that Mm -hmm. we're free from those things. And then we're able to choose that yes, success money can serve us. Because it serves our higher purpose, it allows us to do our higher purpose and facilitates that. And so it's it, it harmonizes our life it no longer kind of puts us at odds against ourselves. We're able to do what we need to do in business and work, and still see it as I'm still doing my spiritual practice.
0: I see uh, so many people they they reach a certain amount of success. And then something happens where a bill comes in, and and it's never consistent, it wipes it all out. Mm. And it's almost uh, thinking about it as more of an unconscious rejection of money because of all that conditioning and, and opinions and beliefs around money. And uh, so let's turn this around and um, think of it from what the Eastern uh, philosophy says it tells us is that it's, you know, it's, it's part of our duty to make sure we have enough so that we can live and that we can feed ourselves and that we can, um, even if we are a teacher, we can have the resources to teach. Um, I remember, um, a lot of people think they would feel bad charging like our coaches or any person in the service profession, like I shouldn't be charging for this, uh, because I'm helping others. And the thing is, okay, so you should work full time in a job that you don't like, and make money and then do free stuff on the weekends, and be drained doing the work you love. It just doesn't make sense that it should be something that we can be abundant through not to steal or from people, but to actually use that uh, in service and being paid for that service in alignment Mm -hmm. with something higher, you're serving humanity much better, probably doing what your Dharma is doing what you love and making money than sitting in a cubicle in a job that you hate just to pay the bills so you can do what you love. So when you think about it in that context, okay, well, maybe I want to pursue what I love and get paid for what I love. And it's such a hard thing. People have a hard time. Because I think the whole society is you can't do what you love, you have to work hard for money. And the things you do to earn money are not um, are not enjoyable, (laughs) (laughs) or not spiritual.
1: That's right. And then there's the opposite side of it. That often we're given these mixed uh, signals, right, that we should pursue money, and that money is going to give us everything we want, it's mm-hmm. going to make us happy. And that itself is a damaging message as well. Because then people think, you know, if I if I get the money, if I get success and, and prestige and, and all that good stuff, um, I'll be set, I'll be safe, happy, It will make me happy It will solve all my problems. And you see it over and over again. Money on its own does not lead to peace of mind does not lead to happiness, does not lead to solving all your problems. On the contrary, if you approach it from that perspective, as it's going to give me everything I need, it's going to give you the opposite. Most of the time, it's going to make you miserable, it's going to wreck your life in in many ways.
0: If you approach it from the ego perspective, and from grasping, and then also the a lot of people will reject money saying, I'm not going to pursue money, money doesn't matter to me, and not pursue it at all out of some sort of, you know, um, abdication from it. And I think that's also off the mark, is I don't want to deal with money, I don't want to think about money money doesn't matter. It, it does because it's the way we work in the world. And so we have to have to basically find a way to work with work with it.
1: Yeah, and so and how that, do you do that? And that's the idea of, uh, of this philosophy, that it's showing us how to approach it. Mm. So we know we need to live in the world, we know we need to pay the rent, we know we need to eat and help others. How do we do that in a sane way that doesn't lead us to greed, to grasping, uh, to causing more suffering in the world, and still be abundant, uh, and have plenty and be able to help others, our families, our friends, uh, society in general, and, and do our, our proper Dharma, right, our higher purpose.
0: Are you looking for a satisfying career as a life coach? If you are seeking a deeper path of training and growth, Creative Mind University offers an ICF accredited life coach training program that goes beyond surface positive thinking and into a powerful process of real transformation. You can start your new career as a certified life coach trained in a unique methodology based on Jungian theory, Eastern spirituality, and social neuroscience. Get the tools to become your true self change your life and the lives of others. Visit creativemindlife.com, click on apply and speak with one of our team members today to discuss your future and possibilities of becoming a certified life coach. That's creativemindlife.com.
1: So we do it through this practice of uh, what's called satva. So cultivating the mind of sattva is uh, a, well, first of all, sattva can be translated as clarity, mm. purity, mm. goodness, right? So that state of mind, when we cultivate it in our pursuit of abundance of success, that leads us in the right direction, because we're approaching now this pursuit, with the mindset of clarity, of higher purpose, of equanimity,
0: and non attachment,
1: non attachment. In other words, we're not projecting we're not thinking that money, or external success is going to save us or give us happiness. We understand that we have to generate that first within our mind. Mm. We're happy already, we're fulfilled, then our work at, for success and for money or to acquire and generate money becomes a useful service to us a useful Mm. practice. It is a reflecting that inner mind that we have of clarity and purpose.
0: It's almost as if you if you have a garden and you have this, this, this soil that's rich, and you plant a few seeds, and you're like, Oh, those flowers are pretty, why not plant more seeds? Why not create a beautiful garden? Why would you limit that? And if you could think of that wealth, and that money as more of a beautiful expression of abundance, just like the garden is abundant, it it becomes less uh, all that uh, conditioning and society's pressures around what it is, but more like I'm I'm cultivating a garden of abundance, it, it just puts it in a new perspective.
1: So Guna simply means quality. Mm -hmm. Uh, quality of mind quality of action, uh, the quality in nature, it it exists in every aspect of existence. There's another quality that's called rajas, which is action, Mm -hmm. Um, kind of uh, the activity, or the belief, the state of mind that is active moving, always grasping. And uh, if you notice, that's how the world operates most of the time. Mm. Most people are taught and conditioned to take action in order to get what they want. You know, if you want something, if you want success, if you want to, to be su- succeed in business, you got to take action. You got to do, do, do. You got to work hard. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, except that it's not the state of mind of sattva. It's not the quality of uh, mind of sattva, of clarity of tranquility of higher purpose. It's the mindset of, I got to work really hard in order to get what I want.
0: It's like a grasping lack mentality. It's like I don't have wealth, so I have to go and find it. And then it's like a gerbil wheel, you keep getting lack back, you get lack back, you get lack back because you're so attached. And then if you do happen to get uh, a win, it's you, you kind of get that high, and then it crashes again. And it's not that equanimity, it's not that equal, like, uh, in, in poverty, or in wealth, you're the same. And that's what sattva is, is that mind that you where you can take action, you can apply sattva, through your action, it purifies the action, versus if you're just leading with action, that the more I do, the harder I work, the more money I can make, and we see it in the, in culture right now. Everyone is exhausted. Everyone is stressed out because they're thinking action is the key. I'm going to act, act, act.
1: That's right. Uh, and then thirdly, there's another guna, another quality of mind uh, that's called tamas. And that we don't see that much uh, around us. Well, perhaps if you see um, people that are extremely poor mm-hmm. um, or, or homeless, perhaps that's kind of the quality of Thomas that mm. uh, they've kind of given up. Uh, there's no motivation to mm. work or to generate abundance for themselves.
0: They're like uninspired, maybe
1: uninspired, depressed, unmotivated. Yes, where the the pursuit of of abundance and, and material wealth now has become such a burden to them mm. that it it depresses them, it Mm. it sends them into a downward spiral, uh, where they reject it completely, or they neglect it altogether. Mm. Uh, So those three, they
0: say, I don't care anymore. And they leave the, their thing that they love, they just give up.
1: Yes. Yeah, those three states of mind, those three gunas are important to understand in the pursuit of material abundance. Thomas, which is lack of motivation, lack of uh, understanding of what material wealth is for. Uh, rajas, which is a kind of an overly anxious attachment to grasping more, to uh, getting more and more. Like chasing
0: and the dollar, not the dream. It's <laughs>
1: yes, that carrot, kind yeah. of uh, chasing the carrot, uh, which is never enough. And then the best, of course, is that sattva, the sattvic mind is able to have clear goals that are in alignment with Dharma, meaning the higher spiritual laws, and therefore the actions that you take in work in creating material abundance are benefiting all meaning yourself, your neighbors, your family, your friends, the other people that you're serving on and on. So that's the way to approach this human pursuit through the sattvic mind.
0: So let me just summarize here, and correct me if I'm off base, but what I hear you saying is that we need all three qualities because there is also a benefit to tamas, which is that kind of lack of motivation, because sometimes we need to rest, and sometimes we need to pursue and take action. But th- if the sattva is, pr- is dominating, which means that we're doing it, in service of our higher purpose, we're doing it with a clear mind, we can still take a lot of action, we can still rest when we need to, but the sattva is ruling. Instead, if you take the sattva away, what most people do is they rush, 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 move into tamas, get exhausted, and then be like, okay, trying to remotivate themselves and rush, 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 and then tamas, and they're going back and <laughs> forth with this over exertion, and then, and then just collapsing and exhaustion. And uh, what the Sophic mind does is bring more balance to those two qualities of action that we need, we need rest, we need action, we need to move in the world. But the Sophic mind is that pure awareness, that pure, clear thinking, as we're pursuing the wealth, we are in more balance. Mm-hmm. And then it's almost like we know when we need to stop, we know when we need to act, and there's no attachment to either way.
1: Yes. It is uh, ultimately in in psychological terms, it is a way of getting the ego out of the way, Mm -hmm. because the ego is simply, there's nothing wrong with the ego, it's a good function that the mind has. But it's designed to help us survive. In other words, we're in survival mode when we're in ego. And if we don't know how to transcend it, uh, it keeps us in that survival mind. Now the survival mind cannot really generate and enjoy uh, physical or material abundance. Because as long as it has enough to survive, it says, that's enough, why do we need any any more? Mm -hmm. Or if it gets more, uh, it's not enough, it it always says, uh, let's keep on working on this, right? Because I still feel in danger, or that we could, we're in danger of losing this. Mm -hmm. And therefore we need to keep on working really hard to to keep uh, getting more and more money. And that's not a good way to live either.
0: And if you think about what is wealthy, what's abundance, you ask 100 people, you'll get 100 different answers for someone receiving a, a, a $100 in cash could make their week. Uh, a millionaire would say think of it as a tip for a ballet. So it's, it's all in context of what your your needs are for your life and to create, and the sky's the limit. So there could be lots of opportunities there's no wrong in having excess and then being able to use it for good and donations and charities and all those things as well. Um, But we use it and dedicate it all to moving the world forward, helping the world helping ourselves become enlightened. Uh, Is this going to lead me to something? Um, I know, for me that when I was struggling with money, I didn't have money to invest in a coach, I didn't have money to uh, do Mm -hmm. do certain things, and my mind was consumed with lack, and and worry and, um, and then when I started uh, creating my own business and living, you know, my own terms, understanding that I, I'm seeing my mind here. Um, I was able to create the opportunities that I needed to get that higher knowledge to be in the right communities to be surrounded by people like me. And and it takes investments to do that. And to create a business, you need a website, you need um, recording equipment, you know, all these things, they take money. So where is that coming from? And there's nothing more um, powerful than generating it yourself through your creative mind through your your visions, uh, having a dream, and then be able to create the resources for you to support Mm -hmm. your dream. And that's really what Artha is, is having the resources to live your Dharma to live your purpose.
1: That's right. So uh, combined, then now we see Dharma, your higher purpose, in combination with material success, that is they're connected. And when you connect those two, then both start to make sense that now you have a way of enacting your higher purpose. And you see the purpose and the reason why you need to be successful, instead of just thinking as that's the end goal, just to acquire more material and more money. That's not a proper way to live. You're hurting your mind, you're creating more suffering for yourself.
0: So leave today thinking about what is the higher purpose for me? having material wealth. Just think about it, contemplate on that. Notice how your ego wants to feel like it needs security needs to prove something to other people uh, needs to re, you know, to build your confidence. But what is that higher purpose? What's the spiritual purpose? And when you find it, and you meditate on that, and you connect with it in your heart, you start pursuing it, and then you have can cultivate that Sophic mind and dedicate everything you're doing to that. And um, And so next week, we are going to be talking about comma, which is the pursuit of pleasure, which is is your favorite one, Rob.
1: (laughs) Yes, and one that is again, very misunderstood. Mm. So
0: So we look forward to seeing you then in the meantime, don't forget to subscribe to our channel if you're watching us on YouTube. And if you are listening to us on our podcast, click on the subscribe button and we'll see you next week. And we reached a milestone on our YouTube channel. We have over 50,000 subscribers. So keep coming. Uh, We want to see more of you on our channel every week. And go live your Dharma. Thank you for joining us. And don't forget to subscribe to Creative Mind Soul Sessions and join us next week as we explore another deep topic where you can consciously create your life with Creative Mind Soul Sessions. See you next time.